Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good day, good night, whatever it is, wherever it is, wherever you are. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life, episode 254, uh, possibly, most notably, regarding Wi-Fi. Lots to talk about uh, this week on the Wi-Fi front with Telstra announcing their uh, national Wi-Fi network trials would begin next month. We'll talk to uh, a big wig at uh, Telstra shortly about that and try and understand what it is, what it means, how you can use it, and, uh, well, exactly who benefits and who will be using this uh, this big national network. I have got a studio full of products to talk to you about. I'm going to try and churn through as many of those as I can. I've got more headphones and Bluetooth speakers than I can imagine. Uh, we have tablets, cases, stands... And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the very end before I talk about Bendgate, because I don't really care too much for it. But some funny thing, I saw a funny photo tonight, and I'll describe that to you and uh, direct you to the Twitter feed for that. Um, all ahead on your tech life, uh, plus calls. You can get in touch because if you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, or you just want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, jump on the website eftm.com.au. Uh, click on my big ugly mug, email Trevor Long, send me an email, literally comes to me. Uh, if only I had a team of producers who could vet them for me. Hello? Gooey. There's no one here. It's just me. And uh, happy to uh, take your call, take your email and get you on the show as we will uh, with callers later on. But it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technologies, Garmin.com. Did you tell you more about them shortly, including the little little thing that I'm wearing? It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I've got to work out how to use it properly, though. But it's cool. It's brand new from Garmin, and I'll tell you about that shortly here on Your Tech Life. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor Long's the world's best techie. These things, everything I'm going to tell you about tonight, are on the website. So if you want to take your mind's eye and actually turn it into something, <laughs> a picture, uh, you can do that on the website eftm.com.au. Uh, very easy to find. And the first one is awesome. Honestly, this thing is very cool. And the, the kind of stuff that's going on in, in the world of tech is just so much fun. Um, this is from Philips. It's the Philips Hue. Now, Philips Hue is a, a range, I guess you'd call it from Philips, and uh, it's all about light. Now, what you buy is you buy a starter kit. You can get these at Harvey Norman or on the Apple online store. 
uh, and it's about $250, and you get this little, what they call a bridge. Now, what the bridge is, is it plugs into your router, and it connects to your home network, which allows you then to be able to see the bridge on your smartphone. Then when you plug one of the light bulbs into the light socket, excuse me, socket, yeah, so if you've got screw sockets in your roof, you just screw a bulb in, and that bulb is then connected to your home network via this Philips Hue bridge. They are only available in screw, not bayonet, which is a bit of a disappointment, but um, I guess that says something about the American um, market. They mustn't have bayonet bulbs there, but we do have probably in the majority here. But if you have screw uh, bulbs, then you're very lucky. I found a couple of lamps in our house that had screw bulbs, so no problems. I could still test it. And um, the bulb connects remotely, wirelessly, to the, the bridge. And then you open up an app called Philips Hue on your phone, and you can then control the brightness of that bulb via your iPhone or Android, and you can control the color. So it's got kind of three LEDs in it, or four, I don't know, but it's bright, it's very capable, and it can be any color you want, any color under the rainbow. You literally slide your finger around, and to the point where with the bulbs, you can actually choose um, like a, a, a warmth. So, you, you know, white isn't just white. There's different whites. And you'll know that because if you buy bulbs from Woolies and then you buy them from Bunnings, they're different bulbs, they're different colors. They look different. And your room looks really bright or really white or really yellow. And you can choose the color with the Philips Hue. So the bulbs alone are cool. The app then allows you to control those bulbs remotely, including via social connections. You can connect your Instagram feed to the Philips Hue app and it will change the color of and the tone of the lighting in your home based on the most recent Instagram photo you take. Get that. I mean, that's insane, right? But it gets better. There's two other products, a Bloom, which is kind of a little uh, desk light. It just sits on a desk or a bookshelf, and it just it's, kind of th it's a lot throw light. It throws a bit of light. I've got it pointing up on the studio wall here, and it's quite nice. I can change the color of that as well. But the best one, I reckon, is... Um, is is the, the light strips. So the light strips <clears throat> is a two meter um, strip, as it says, and it is uh, has has sticky kind of double sided, not double sided, but it has sticky tape on the side. And uh, it allows you to, again, run a series of lights in the home or wherever you decide to put it. And that allows you to, again, control the color. But what's really cool about this is where you could put that. So for example, um, I had it behind, a, we have a, a set of drawers in our entryway. I put it, put it behind that and it just lit up the room a little bit. And you have a really subtle brightness or quite a bright light, any color you like, a, a nice white, a pink, a blue, whatever it is. <clears throat> but because my wife wasn't a fan, but that's just because it was a rustic old piece of furniture and she didn't think brilliant light should be coming from it. I'll put it up in my son's bedroom behind his bed head. I'll just use blue tack. I've just got it hanging there essentially. And it's shining this beautiful blue light. Beautiful. And uh, I can adjust the brightness of that. He doesn't need a night light anymore. It looks fantastic. So, um, yeah, really impressive stuff. Uh, not cheap. You know, you're talking 250 to get, get started. And then I think it's 120 and 150 for the other products. But still excellent. Still excellent product. And, um, yeah, I think um, I think people should be um, should be really uh, interested in that if you if you like to kind of customize your home and the look of your home. So it's called Philips Hue, and a full review at eftm.com.au. 
Now, the other thing I've been carrying around with me, uh, I've given him the bow on, actually. So, um, he's, I hope I get him back off him. Um, there are a $400 pair of headphones. That's why I want them back. No, Bose want them back. Um, they're the QC25s. Now, the QC15s were a remarkably popular and an outstanding noise-canceling headphone, which were very popular on planes, essentially, because their active noise-canceling is brilliant. The QC25s, step ahead. They are super lightweight. They are a beautiful, soft, over-ear earphone. They have a single, just one, AAA battery, which provides 35 hours of playtime with the active noise cancelling. Um, if the battery runs out, the, the audio keeps going, but the noise cancelling stops, which is an, a very important feature of noise cancelling headphones. Um, and they come in a great little travel case. They fold up. They are outstanding. Easily the best active noise cancelling headphones I've ever heard. Uh, and the quality of audio and sound through them is uh, equally as good. They're they're three ninety nine. They are available at uh, you know kind of good audio stores, but also you'll find them at the airport um, because if you're travelling, that's that's the kind of thing you want. So I can't but recommend these. These are unbelievable headphones, um, and and I just think fantastic stuff. So uh, worth checking out. And again, a full review and photos uh, are up now at uh, eftm.com.au. Check it out now for um, all your latest tech news, whatever it might be. Uh, it's all there at eftm.com.au. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technologies. And I want to tell you tonight about not only the Vivo Fit, but the Vivo Smart. The Vivo Fit is that fitness tracking band, $129, more than a year's battery life, and it, it moves with the pace of your life. So it sets an activity goal, and then it... it increases or decreases that goal based on your actual usage so it might say to me hey get 5,000 today and if I smash out five and a half thousand tomorrow it'll say hey get, let's get 5,700 and it keeps pushing you to your next goal well today I received the Garmin Vivo Smart or Vivo Fit Smart no it's just the Vivo Smart sorry and uh, again oh, just a very beautiful looking device this one is a bit different it only has about a seven to eight day battery life and that's because uh, it has a screen on it and it is Bluetooth connected to your phone constantly because it's showing you notifications. I'm getting notifications here from, every, I'm getting notifications from VoiceBite, uh, Stephen's app. I'm getting notific- notifications from my toothbrush, from Instagram, from Twitter. They're all here. Um, there, there's, it's very rare to find a, a thing that will actually get all your notifications. Now I've got to learn how to actually clear the notifications. That's an issue for me at the moment, but I'll work that out. Um, and, and, um, it shows the time, uh, the date, all those different things are there. Uh, but what's really cool about it is that uh, all that's happening under this kind of screen that's, I don't know, even it's, it's, it's like the screen's just so beautifully built into it, you've never seen anything like it. You can pause and play your music. So I've got my phone sitting in front of me here. Uh, and if I just, on the Vivo Fit, press play, um, it'll actually play the music on my phone. I mean, it's that easy. There we go. Music playing. Skip to the next track. It's all there. Um, and, and you can control it all right from your Vivo Smart Band. It tells me how far I've gone, how many calories I've burned, how much activity I've had, and how far I've got to get to my goal, and, of course, how many steps, plus the time and date. Uh, so it's basically a little watch. So I'm going to try this out for, for a week or so and uh, see how it performs uh, on par with the jawbone on my other wrist because I've got to be honest, this is the first one I've seen that could replace my jawbone. The jawbone 
is is very small and narrow, and that's what I like about it, to be honest. Um, doesn't feel like I'm wearing some huge piece of tech, and this thing just looks black until you touch touch it, double tap on it, and up comes the screen, and you can see what's going on. It's brilliant, though. it really is. So the Garmin Vivo Smart, uh, it'll be out very soon, uh, and we'll bring you more information about that and pricing uh, here on Your Tech Life. Go to the website eftm.com.au, but more importantly, if you want to check out more from Garmin, go to garmin.com.au. Now, it took some time this week to check out the Microsoft Surface Pro 3. Now, this has been out for a little while, but I thought I'd give it a little bit of a play outside of all the hype of launch. Now, Microsoft hyped this up to be the tablet that can replace your laptop. It's a big device, but it's also very light, very sturdy, and very well engineered. The kickstand at the back goes out at almost any angle, and it feels completely safe and reliable. It doesn't feel like it's going to snap off or anything like that. Screen is magnificent, all touchscreen controlled. Plus, you can get a keyboard case for it, which I've been using. And it does help you use it more as a laptop, in a sense. Now, straight up, I don't think it is a laptop replacement. I, don't, I didn't find it comfortable sitting on my lap like I would my, my other laptops. Um, but on a desk... And also, in a, in a case, I reviewed the NVS uh, Folio case for it recently. And in a case, it's actually very good. And I'm not sure I'd want to carry it around without a case, if I'm honest. So that's important. But I, yeah, I thought this was fantastic. And, you know, it's a fully featured device. The only problem is, it's very expensive. You're talking $978-odd. And that's for a very low-spec item, 64 gig of memory. A Core i3 processor. Uh, you know, you jump that up to an i7 with 512 gig memory, and you're looking at $2,300. Uh, you know, like for like, that is not good value. But it is a very different device, and I've said in my review, I think it sits in between a tablet and a laptop, and it shouldn't be compared to either. It's an excellent device. Uh, a credit to Microsoft. It would have been awesome if this was their first Surface, to be honest. Uh, the, the first one's... Not as good. Simple as that. They had issues with the kickstand, but they've learned from all that and they've really developed a great product. So excellent product, well worth looking at if you're in the market for um, uh, any style of computer, tablet or laptop. Worth playing around with to see what you think. And I don't think you'd be too disappointed. Uh, check out my full review of the Microsoft Surface Pro. Uh, it is a genuine laptop replacement, but you've got to really want it. That's, that's my thoughts. Uh, check it out at eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, a few months ago, Telstra announced a, a national Wi-Fi network. It was a broad and, and uh, very bold um, announcement talking about creating a, a Wi-Fi network that allowed people to not only access the internet but also share their internet. Very interesting plan. And today they announced that uh, they would start a trial next month in November around the country in some pretty key areas, looking at uh, high traffic and, and tourist-style areas um, of uh, a free Wi-Fi network, a public free Wi-Fi network, as a kind of precursor to uh, the big deal, which is this Wi-Fi uh, internet sharing uh, that's going to go on next year. And I thought we should have a chat about it. So Stuart Bird, Director of Fixed Broadband uh, and Bundles at Telstra, is on the line. G'day, mate. How are you doing? Um, well, thanks, Trevor. How are you? Mate, pretty good. So... Let's go back to the start here. The announcement um, earlier this year was about a, a pretty interesting plan that, that talked about the idea of sharing your home network. So I'm a Telstra uh, Big Pond cable customer. Um, I've got uh, you know great connection here. And the idea is that uh, sometime next year, when, once this launches, I can join your program 
do a firmware update to my router and you'll create a little extra kind of Wi-Fi network here at my house that if someone happens to be walking by or perhaps I live next to a park, people will be able to start accessing that network if they're a Telstra customer. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Trevor. And um, you're right about the announcement. That was in May when we unveiled uh, the ambitious $100 million strategy over five years to create actually what will be Australia's largest Wi-Fi network. And not only that, but uh, in the case of yourself with your uh, broadband connection with Telstra, not only will you be able to share it and create a hotspot here in Australia, but as a customer who's registered with a compatible modem, you will also have access to over 12 million hotspots worldwide as well. And when I access those hotspots, I'll be using my own data allowance that I have at home. That's right. The one that we provide as part of your plan every month. Um, it's basically uh, usage of that allowance directly as a Telstra Broadband customer. So I've got 500 gig or something a month because I, I used to have 200. It was fantastic. And then suddenly I downloaded uh, uh, via iTunes. I, I bought every possible episode of Breaking Bad and it completely killed me. Uh, so I've, I've decided to create that buffer, but I don't use all that. So if I am at a, at a local park or um, you know some sort of public space or area where I'm, I come across this Telstra Wi-Fi network next year and I start using my iPad or my laptop on that network and I'm doing whatever I want to do or what I normally would do on my laptop, every, every piece of megabyte that I download on that laptop is kind of counting towards my home data allowance and allowing me to use that, I guess, more efficiently really. Yeah, that's right. And it's actually pretty seamless as well, Trevor. As a Telstra customer, it's a seamless login. Um, it re- works really well. And again, you know, you just use your current allowance uh, with your broadband plan. You don't need to change anything other than making sure you've got the compatible modem and ensuring you're registered to, to Telstra Wi-Fi uh, when we launch it officially early in 2015. So early to 2015, as a customer who wants to share, what, what will I do? I'll register and then I'll upgrade my modem uh, as, as a software upgrade? Yeah, that's right. And then uh, effectively away you go. Um, mm. It'll be a partitioned piece of technology. And if you think about it really simply, you'll have part of your broadband connection that is for, for your private use and part of it that becomes public use. Mm. In effect, a, a, a Wi-Fi hotspot on its own. And the obvious questions people have are, um, uh, does someone else's usage count towards my own? So the, the answer there is no. If someone was sitting on my front lawn using uh, the Telstra Wi-Fi network that was actually just my home, uh, they could download gigabytes and it doesn't count towards my allowance. Absolutely not, no. And That's what about the life. speed? So I'm, I love my speed. I've, I've got great speed. If I was downloading a movie at a certain rate and then someone sat on my front lawn and did the same thing, uh, how will it impact on my, on my speed? No, it's completely separate and completely partitioned. So there's no impact on your private home network if somebody out on your front lawn or nearby is accessing your public Wi-Fi hotspot that you've created. So how big will the network be? I mean, you've obviously got the largest number of fixed broadband customers in the country. That that's is, right. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the plan is really to use that footprint to create Australia's biggest Wi-Fi network and probably one of the biggest networks in the world, surely. Yeah, it absolutely will be one of the largest uh, Wi-Fi networks in the world, Trevor. And, you know, we expect to have, you know, up to 2 million hotspots over five years. By the time this is complete, uh, we've we've launched it, we've rolled it out, we're thinking 2 million hotspots in Australia. But again, you know, I make the point that as a broadband customer who's registered and you're all part of the program, you'll also have access to over 12 million hotspots worldwide as well.
And where are they located? I mean, if I'm in the US, oh, I, where, where are those hotspots? Yeah. They're effectively all over. Um, and, you know, once you register and get part of the program, you know, we'll be able to provide you with specific locations and updates about where you can access your Wi-Fi, whether that be in Australia or overseas. So what's the what's the future for it in, in terms of non-Telstra customers? So I'm thinking two types of people. One, uh, Captain Scrooge, who's got a mobile phone with a really low data plan with another carrier. And second user case scenario would be, um, you know, a British tourist who's uh, spending time in Bondi for a month and, you know, wants internet but doesn't want to have to get a mobile plan with data. Yeah, so what I would say is the most exciting part about what we announced today is that the first rollout, so the first 1,000 hotspots we will roll out uh, between November and Christmas, everybody will have free access to those. That's Telstra customers, that's non-Telstra customers, that's visitors. Uh, so it really is a great opportunity for, for people to get on board, try it, see what they think. But equally, Trevor, it's an opportunity for us to test the technology right. before we roll it out in full scale um, from early next year. So in answer to your question, if you aren't a Telstra Broadband customer, customer and register as part of the program, when we go to the wider scale launch, you will still be able to access all of those hotspots in a daily pass and access fee format. Yeah, right. So you will pay an access fee effectively on a daily rate. Yeah, perfect. So what you've announced today is this trial, as you've just mentioned, and it's quite quite exciting. And I think obviously the the headline coverage, and I've seen it in papers, and I think we're even going to talk about it on today's show in the morning is payphones. Um, you know the old trusty payphones that uh, we all grew up with. Uh, you know, yellow top payphones, little little um, ones off the side of a building or, or a large you know walk in one. They, they do exist still. We just kind of ignore them because we don't really need them, but. Those are those are a pieces of real estate that Telstra have, and b they have a they have a landline going to them guaranteed. So I assume what you're doing is basically whacking a modem in there, connecting it to the internet, and then having a, a Wi-Fi hotspot as a part of that modem. I know that's oversimplifying the technology, but broadly that's what you're doing to allow people to access this this Wi-Fi network. Yeah, absolutely right. And it might surprise you there still are thousands of payphones across Australia and yeah. still thousands of people use those payphones for a standard telephone call. So effectively what, what we're What does a standard telephone it, call cost? I don't even know. I literally <laughs> I'd urge know. I'd urge you to go down to your local Is it payphone, fifty cents? Uh, box down there yep okay uh and have a try trevor okay, get in right. there and, you know, a really good one to visit is we uh we were down at bondi beach today yeah. and we launched this announcement right in front of one of the phone booths we are going to turn into a hotspot early in november yeah. right near the beach right near the bus terminal where we think people will get most value out of it mm. wow pay phones who'd have thunk it oh, you know what i think whoever I assume that David Thody knows the name of the person who went, hang on a minute, what about all our payphone locations? Because when you're thinking about rolling out a, a Wi-Fi network, you're thinking, okay, we've got hundreds of thousands of customers, tick. We've got Telstra stores, tick. We've got exchanges, tick. We've got businesses that use our services, tick. And then someone went, what about all the payphones? That person, I hope, got a bonus. <laughs> it wasn't you, was it? Uh, well, look, it was a great team effort, I think, in coming up with the strategy. But I think, Trevor, in terms of uh, phone booths, that's one part of it. So the trial, obviously, will be on phone booths. But then when we uh, go to the wider scale rollout early in 15, we're going to be looking at stores, exchanges, partnerships, and then obviously customers will be creating hotspots mm. themselves, as you know. And, and let's not forget about um, the wonderful connected stadiums that we've yeah. gone live with as well. Uh, Adelaide Oval, Sydney Cricket Ground, 
Uh, Eddie had to come in Melbourne. Yeah, Mm. exactly. So, you know, that's a whole other way to access Wi-Fi this summer as you watch the cricket. All right, mate. It sounds very exciting. And I look forward to uh, jumping down to uh, one of your open uh, Wi-Fi hotspots in in November when they launch. Uh, Stuart Bird, Director of Fixed Broadband at Telstra. Mate, thanks for the chat and uh, good luck with the the rollout. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. And look, for all those who are interested, it's telstra.com forward slash Wi-Fi to register your interest. Now, I mentioned the uh, uh, Bose QC25s, uh, beautiful product, three ninety nine. dollars um, I can't not talk about the Plantronics, uh, Plantronics Backbeat Pros. These are equally beautiful headsets. Very different, though. Uh, the Bose are a small, light, and, you know, insanely powerful noise cancelling. The Plantronics also feature noise cancelling, and it does a very good job. It also has excellent sound. But they're, they're, they're bigger and bulkier. Now, I, I don't know whether that's because they're providing a huge depth of sound or whether it's because of the way they've designed the technology inside it and the way the features work. So on those Bose, you've really just got one button on and off for the noise cancelling. But on these Plantronics, your Bluetooth connected to your smartphone, you've got these headphones on. On the, left, on the right ear, you've got your on-off switch, uh, which you know, just makes them work, makes them power to Bluetooth and pair up. Uh, and you can also just fire a three and a half mil cable in and make them work. On the left hand side, you've got your active noise cancelling on or off, but so much more than that. Now on the on the left ear, you've got a dial which, when you flick it forward, flick it back, changes track back and forward. And on the right ear, you've got a dial which, when you flick it forward and flick it back, it changes the volume up and down. Um, so that alone is just excellent. But then there's this one feature. These are fantastic. These are your office headphones. I kid you not. You wear these in the office. You're listening to music. And then someone walks up and you kind of notice they're there. On the right-hand ear at the bottom, there's a button. You press it. And you don't have to take the headphones off. You can just hear what they're saying next to you. So you're actually engaging back in the conversation. It uses the microphones and feeds it into your ear, basically. And bingo, you're part of the conversation without having to move your headphones. It's just simple things like that that make these an excellent, Excellent piece of kit. Uh, three forty nine is the price. Um, you know, you got your NFC pairing uh, availability. You got pause and play on the on the left side, and answer, pick up calls, and hang up on the right end here. So all the controls are on your head, basically. Uh, you, you could have your phone in your pocket and never need to touch it. Whereas with others, uh, you might have a volume control on the inline cable, but these are wireless. So very interesting choice you've got when you're looking at headphones. Those are the Plantronics Backbeat Pro wireless noise-cancelling headphones. And as always, they are available to read more about at uh, the website, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, I think I talked last week about iPhone 6 cases. And if I didn't, then Agent 18 has a huge range. They're available to look at on my website as well. But I had a look also at STM. Now, STM is an Australian company that's uh, been making cases and bags for a very long time. Do it very well. And they've released their Harbour uh, range of cases for the iPhone 6. And they're excellent because they're a solid case. They will provide good protection. But they also have this little kick out at the bottom, which um, is how you get the phone in and out. But it's also a great little stand. So you can phone stand your phone up, like on your desk or whatever you like. So, you know, you're looking at 30 bucks, major retailers, a great little product. There's four different colours. Um, I, I like them a lot, and uh, I've put some photos and, uh, and a review up at eftm.com.au.
And one other product before I uh, before I go to calls, um, the high rise from Twelve South. So I find this to be just a, a beautiful device, very well designed. And what it is is a stand for your iPhone 5, 5S, 6, 6 Plus, or iPad Mini. So all those devices are compatible. It's this uh, it's a base a base plate about the size of your hand. And then there's two kind of sticks that, that raise out of it, which you actually need to assemble with an Allen key that's provided. The first little, little pole uh, you feed your uh, lightning cable into, and there's different uh, attachments so that if you've got a case on your device, you can actually make sure that the, the plug sticks out far enough to support your case around the plug, uh, which is excellent. And then the, the, the second uh, little towel that you put on it is, is the, the, the plank that supports the back of the device so that it will stand on it. But basically, it's a stand for your iPhone on your desk. And I've got it right here in front of me, and it's just great because uh, my uh, USB to lightning cable is always plugged into my computer. And then uh, quite easily, I just, just tip my phone down, and I'm syncing up my photos and all those different things and charging at the same time. Great, great little device. Uh, $39.99 at Apple retail stores and Apple Online and a bunch of good Apple resellers. Things selling like hotcakes, I'm told, um, uh, especially since we've reviewed it. Uh, very hard to get hold of, but look around and you will be impressed. Uh, it's called The High Rise and it's from 12 South. Check it out at eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Your Tech Life. My name is Trevor Long. Get in touch anytime. Just go to the website eftm.com.au or jump onto Twitter at Trevor Long. G'day, Grant. How are you, Trevor? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Yeah, mate, look, I just bought the new uh, Netgear Nighthawk X6 uh, Wi-Fi router. Um, nice piece of kit, mate. Nice piece. Of... What did it set you back, mate? Uh, I actually got it on eBay for about 280 which I thought was a pretty good bargain. Oh, so... Sounds like a deal, yes. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've put it all in, uh, installed it. I've, I've actually also got the new iPhone 6 Plus, which is one of the main reasons I was getting it. Oh, um, that's a big is, phone. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been yet, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just, I've, I've looked it all up and I've done a couple of speed tests, um, and I'm, I'm sort of getting roughly the same speed as my wife is with her 5S. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm getting just under 30 um, megabits per second, and, and the, the 5S is getting just sort of just over 25. Have you got uh, cable internet? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. I thought it was. Do you have Foxtel via cable? Uh, yes. Yeah, and and you with Big Pond? No, so the, so the internet's with Optus. Oh, it's so probably it's got Optus a big cable. black. Black Optus cable coming yep. into the, the cable router. internet. Yep, that's it. I was going to say, it's just 30 megs is a good speed, mate. 30 megs is a very nice speed. Okay. Um, but what you do, are you, are you, what app are you using? Are you using Speed Test? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that Ookla Speed Test. So here's how that works. Imagine, uh, imagine we've got a computer sitting in, let's say, Piermont in Sydney, and then okay. you've and then you've got the internet between mm-hmm. you and that computer, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's your Optus modem. And then right. you've got your Wi-Fi network. So when mm-hmm. you do a speed test and you're on and you're sitting at home, uh, mm-hmm. that what speed test the app does is sends data out to that server right. and then it sends it back and it checks the speed. And what it's okay. doing is it's sending it via your Nighthawk, so via the mm-hmm. iPhone onto the Nighthawk, and then mm-hmm. from the Nighthawk onto the Optus internet, and then down to the server and back. Okay. The yep. the speeds that you get with mm-hmm. wireless. N even going back a few years, 
are mm-hmm. well in advance of what you're getting at home with your cable internet. So okay. yep. cable internet, I've got 100 meg cable internet, you should ring Optus and upgrade. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's awesome. And uh, But even Wireless N will do 100 uh, megabits. The, okay. the, the speed advantage from a device like the Nighthawk is in your local home. Right. So without accessing the internet, the mm-hmm. internet is never going to get better than the 30 meg <laughs> that you're getting on Optus. Right. So other than other than getting the NBN or, or upgrading yeah, your Optus yeah, okay. to a hundred meg cable, so what you need to do to test whether or not you're getting better performance from your Nighthawk <clears throat> is test the speed between two devices. Now okay. I can't think of many apps that do that. To be honest, um, I know yeah, there's yeah. there's apps on um, on on the PC. Have you got a PC on Windows computer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon, that, I think the app is called LAN Speed Test, so L-A-N, LAN okay. Speed Test. Yep. And um, I think well, maybe we just need to have a look at the um, at the app store. I know on an Android phone, there's a, in fact, Netgear have an app. Um, I think it's called the Netgear Wireless Analytics, and it um, okay. does a great job of showing you your speeds and different things like that. But um, if you don't have Android, that's not going to help. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking now at, a, at a, an app in the iTunes store called Network Analyzer, okay. and uh, it looks like it might help, might do the trick. Okay. But it is a right. it is a four dollar item now. A couple of yeah. couple of tips with the Nighthawk X6. You've yeah. got three wireless networks. Yeah, that was only another one of my questions. Yeah. yeah, and I learned this only a month and a half ago when I spoke to Patrick Lowe, the boss of Netgear. Mm-hmm. He said to me, "Your wireless network is only as fast." As the slowest device on it. Yep. Okay. So if you've got, let's say you've got your iPhone and maybe one other device that work on wireless AC, put mm-hmm. them up on your second five gigahertz network. Okay. And put your wife's phone on the yep. on the middle five gigahertz network and then put okay. all your other, you know, smart TVs, whatever devices you don't know how fast they are, just put them on the two and a half gig network. And right. then okay. and then what happens is you're gonna get the best speeds. From okay. your devices, all right. all right. No worries, because I actually I ticked the little the, in the settings is, is the smart connect where it, so it automatically selects between the the five gigahertz one, five gigahertz two. Correct, networks. and that, that so that's pretty cool. Um, I've left that on as well. Although I've to okay. be honest, I've found some yep. intricacies with the um, uh, with the five gig. I'm going to actually tick that off and see whether I get a better performance from it. Yeah, and then I can actually select. You know, yeah, put, put mine on five gigahertz too, and, and so forth. Okay. And I guess what it's trying to do is is what we've just explained is trying to mm. sort your your good from your bad That's devices. Right. Yeah. Um, but in the end, what you need to do is find some sort of device that will test your um, your local network. And really, mm-hmm. you're only going to see great improvement on that if you start doing things like streaming movies or music from yeah, yeah. Uh, network storage or your computer. Yeah, the, the main reason I got I've got the Apple TV, so I wanted to. Um, it was just a little bit slow, so I thought I'd try and upgrade. And see, Apple well, TV I'll, isn't I'll, isn't wireless yeah. AC, so I'd be putting that on its own one of those three networks where you can. Okay. So Beautiful. it's not it's not distracted by anything else. All right. Yeah. Good right, on you, mate. Worries. All right. Well, thank you for getting in touch. Thanks, sir. Good on you, and uh, you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm.com.au or call one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. Your tech life with Trevor Long. Now, let me wrap things up here with a uh, quick conversation about Bendgate, because I don't think we talked about it last week. It came out the night after I recorded. Um, Apple iPhones will bend, just like a Mars bar will melt in the sun. 
And just like nearly any phone will crack or smash when you drop it. Uh, an iPhone 6 Plus is a big device and it's an aluminium device. Now they have uh, great supports inside of titanium rigidity and supports and stuff. But most importantly, it's a big device. Cost you a thousand bucks. Don't sit on it. Okay, it will bend. Apple's had, I think, 10 complaints uh, or 10 returns. Uh, one of which probably wasn't the guy that bent it on YouTube. And what I find frankly appalling are the people who are walking into apple stores and bending phones all right standing in an apple store and bending a phone that's insanity and you should be made to pay for the thing if you're walking into a retail store and you're bending a thousand dollar item you should be forced to pay a thousand dollars so to the idiot that wrote a story about it and was reblogged on in business insider uh, get a life, that's no way of proving it. The bloke that bought a phone and bent it on YouTube, all power to him. But he wasn't in a retail store doing that. He owned that phone. Uh, so, honestly, drop off. That's just that's just silly stuff. Um, if you do buy an iPhone 6 Plus, take care of it. Look after it. And I do believe you should not be sitting on it in your back pocket and probably not having it in a tight pair of jeans for any extended period of time either. So take care, take it easy. It's not the end of the world. They don't bend like Play-Doh. You can bang them on a desk and they don't bend. It's not the end of the world. Um, but, you know, we all seem to get in a hype about these things. So I love it. Um, it's all good fun, isn't it? Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, join me each and every week here on Your Tech Life. Uh, also, uh, on uh, the following evening, Wednesday nights, you'll find two blokes talking tech available um, at, uh, at iTunes and on SoundCloud. And you can hear me across the week on radio across the country in your local area, most likely. And uh, now and then on the Today Show and The Current Affair. So great to have your company. Great to uh, talk to you each and every week. And uh, it is uh, helpful for you to get in touch. Uh, send me an email. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Questions, problems, advice, or you just want to have a chat about anything technology. That's all you got to do. Go to the website, eftm.com.au.